Hang on to your hats, boys and girls. This was a tough audio for me to produce, and it wasn't uh, that easy to uh, play back. Originally, uh, I didn't, uh, I wasn't going to do an intro, but I thought that it was my professional responsibility to warn you that there might be triggers in uh, this audio as I am emoting about life and death and everything in between. And so I just wanted to prepare you for that and make sure that you were in a safe space while you were listening. Um, Should you need it, please take it. Uh, But I still do urge you to listen to it because Uh, If we live, surely there will be death and we need to be prepared as to what to do um, and where to put all the emotions around it. Um, As always, thanks for listening. Welcome to the Juicy Life Show. I'm your host, Fonda Clayton. I'm the feminine power broker. I help the successful woman who feels empty mediocre, like something's missing, recapture her passionate, sensual self so that she can experience a life full of joy and passion. The Juicy Life Show is the place to find manna for your body, soul, and mind, where you can learn to be truly fed from the inside out so that when you go out into the world, baby girl, you know you've got the goods. Learn and empower your sexy self with self-care hacks, improve your body image, and create your own damn story. Let's go. Please pardon the interruption of our scheduled time together. Um, I am back in the podcast saddle, as it were. I had to take a bit of a break And I really feel like one of the gifts of owning your own business um, in particular is assigning yourself the time off that is needed. And if you um, are on this side of the working force, you know how difficult that can be. Yes, people that work nine to five, the your boss can be the biggest biatch going and it is the person that is looking in the mirror. I'm recovering from my cousin's uh, death. Um, I really don't want to do this episode. Um, I don't know if I can make it without crying, Um, but I'm going to do my best. I want to celebrate her life here on this podcast, and I want to give us the space to feel because that is the precipice of my brand. It is the reason I do what I do. Um, And it's very auspicious that she should pass when she did. She passed a week before my um, wedding anniversary. It's what I kind of call my season, actually. September 2nd is my wedding anniversary. My mother's birthday is September 9th. My parents' anniversary is September 10th, September 11th happened. And three days after that, my mother went into the hospital September 13th, stayed there for three weeks, uh, and came home for three weeks and then died November 8th. From September 9th to November 8th was my used to be my personal hell. 
Now I have turned it, transmuted it into a time of reflection, um, of, of really noticing that things uh, live, all things, all living things live and um, all living things die. And it's really about the noticement of how much we're willing to live in between. And so today's episode, I don't think I'm going to do an intro. I don't really feel like it. I just want to make it through this one, you know. And I thank you for holding space for me right now. Um, I'm just imagining your um, listening ears and your attention. And I really, really want to thank you for allowing me the hiatus, um, allowing me to speak to you from my heart to yours for any reason that you may be feeling sadness or emptiness. I want every word and every breath that I take to fill your heart from my heart to yours. Losing her was fucking awful. If I'm going to be frank, um, we're, I don't think, I think we're like four months apart, you know? Huh? And, uh, the first, 40 something years, we would see each other sporadically. I lived in New York City and she lived in Montgomery, Alabama, and we would see each other whenever I visited. I don't recall any of the family ever visiting New York City, um, but she's my cousin, you know, my first cousin. And um, we became closer when sh- she read my book and she was on a weight loss journey and she was searching and always smiling no matter what she was going through no matter who she was helping through a thing she she um she was a mother uh she was a daughter she was a wife and she was a friend and she was my friend i got to call her my friend and i feel so lucky about that um so we really forged a friendship in the last Maybe I I really want to say the last six, seven years of of, um, her life. Um, I really feel so fortunate and I cannot tell you how much I miss her and how much I love her. And um, I want to celebrate her and I want to celebrate anyone that you have loved and feel like you've lost. Um. I acknowledge in this moment that she is not lost, that she is all around me, but I just can't hear her laughter. She had the best laughter and I can't feel her touch and I can't see her and we can't sit thigh to thigh and drink cheap wine and go food shopping and talk about all the things that we wanted to see and do in this life together. And for that, I, I feel sadness. But when I think about every moment that we got to fill space and hold space for each other, whether it be a text exchange or a phone call or getting to see each other, you see the last several years of her life, she battled, she battled cancer, evidently of all kinds. Um, She was back and forth to the cancer center uh, here in Georgia 
Yeah, it was South Georgia, and I lived um, not North North Atlanta, but I, uh, North not North Georgia, but North Atlanta, if that makes sense. Um, and I, the last year, I'd just been challenged with um, with a vehicle. You know, um, that's just real talk. Like challenged with a vehicle and being able to see her was difficult. So I did all else that I could to, um, to be there for her. And she shared some things with me that I'll never repeat. Um, that's a lie. I may repeat it to the people that hurt her because I am very, you know, Shira, uh, let it rip, let it roar. So y'all pray for me on that one. But, uh, in this moment, I'm not sharing that in this podcast. I want to celebrate life. I want to acknowledge that as I looked through the photographs shared on Facebook and on Instagram, that she was always fashion ready. You hear me? Hair always done in some style, perfectly coiffed, and she was always dressed with a smile. And then I reviewed my own um, photographs in the past year, and I haven't taken a lot. I've been really, really internal, really, really introspective, really searching and seeking and trying to gain, regain footing in a way that I've never had footing. Um, What it means to be a woman in 2019, in particular, a black woman in America, to be a wife, to be a business owner, um, uh, coaching, just all of it, mortality, all of it. Um, I've been keen to uh, death and death, dying and life, the pursuit of a fully experienced life um, for the last 25 years of my life. Because this year is the 25th year um, of being on the planet without my mother. And so I had to find a way um, without her. I had to grow myself up without her. And I've got some bumps and I've got a whole bunch of healing because of it as well. I needed to dig deep to stay here. Um, and I do literally mean stay here on the planet. Um, you've heard, uh, in my videos and my blog posts, and maybe even this podcast that I have not wanted to be here all the time that it, you know, it gets really, really difficult and that life kind of sucks the big one. (laughs) If I'm going to be perfectly honest, um, but it all depends on what the focus is and, Um, It depends on what you're choosing to look at, Uh, even in the face of it appearing as if you don't have a choice. Ooh, that's a big, big lesson that sometimes I have to refocus and I have to clean the lens. You know, sometimes you have to clean the lens. Like, what is the lens? What is the filter that you're looking through? And uh, is it correct? Um, and if you're not happy, then that means that it needs a little tweaking, but it doesn't mean that wherever you are in your life, whether it be a stormy season or a sunny season, 
There are no mistakes. You're perfectly made and perfectly made for this time. And if you're going through a stormy season, it is to, it is just contrast, creating, prepaving your sunny season. But I need you to know as you're listening that it does not last forever, that the sun always comes back up in your life figuratively, right? Um, It may not seem that way. You might be filled with sadness and in total agreement with me, right? Because we're entering the fall, you know, the fall equinox where things fall away and things wither and die. But as long as the earth keeps spinning in on its orbit, on her orbit, the spring comes and rebirth happens. And if I'm going to be completely honest, um, I haven't really fully understood that except for the last 24 months. And through my cousin's death, Through my mother's death, my comfort is in understanding that they are together and they are my angels and they help guide me and they comfort me. So I will allow that to comfort me because you have to allow it to comfort you. You can reject it. It's your choice. But I am grasping hold to anything that's going to help me feel better, even through my tears. It took me a long, long time, the first, I don't know, 25, almost 30 years of my life to accept my tears. I thought tears were my weakness. Now I understand that tears are my cleansing. Tears are um, what keep me out of uh, (laughs) jail. Um, Tears are my replenishment. Tears are my... uh, just my cleansing. I mean, what's better than that than to be cleansed from whatever feels like it's clogging your way and clogging your path to what you want. It took me a long, long time to come home to my tears and to let them stream down my face without shame. Right. Um, And that's for a different podcast, I suppose. So now I let myself just cry it out. You know, my husband says to me, you know, if four or five weeks pass and he hasn't seen me crying, he's just like, what's wrong? (laughs) He, he, uh, as long as he knows that he's not the cause of my tears, he's totally fine with all the tears in the world. And um, I encourage you to grab a tissue and and blow your nose and to, you know, just do what you got to do, because that means that I'm alive and I'm well to emote, right? To feel and feeling your feelings means that you don't have to act inappropriately. It means that your inner child or inner children, because I have several, um, don't get to act out inappropriately. You, there's less to apologize for because the, the present you is present to what you're feeling. Now, The caveat to that is my cousin passed away almost a month ago. And whenever I recall her and I feel sadness, then I have to remind myself 
that the moment has already happened and that it doesn't mean that I don't miss her. It doesn't mean that I don't want to pick up the phone and call her or plan the next food excursion. But I have to be conscious that I did the hard part. The hard part was seeing her suffer. The hard part was going to her funeral. The hard part was hugging her family's neck. That was the hard part. I don't have to, you don't have to reinflict pain to yourself and rip off the scab. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but hear me. You get to keep the love. You get to keep the love. Keeping the love means that you don't have to be in pain. And one moment that you don't have to be in pain means that you're in your power. Do you get that? Imagine being able to breathe in and out and keep the memory and the love that you gave to that person and that you received from that person. Now, we could take it away from death for a moment. We can make it about some romance, right? So some unrequited love. We are human beings, meaning that we're, I really feel like we're here to love. We're here to experience. I don't think that there are any lessons to be learned because we come from infinite intelligence. We come from God itself. What is there to learn? But in this physical body, this physical body's never been here, so it feels like a lesson. But I don't want to get hooked up on um, words or catchphrases. I just want to empower you possibly for this moment that if, let's say there's an unrequited love, and let's say you focused your love and you gave it your all and you did all the things, and then it just was never returned for whatever reason. Doesn't matter the reason. Or it ended right? We seem to believe in the Harlequin romance or the Lifetime movie that it's supposed to, you know, happen in two credits, two, two hours or less in the credits roll. And uh, it's happily ever after. Every romance is not supposed to last forever. Just like my friendship with my friend, my cousin, will not last me in the physical for my forever until I close my eyes for the last time. But I get to keep her love. I get to join with her, with her spirit, who she be today, pain-free, resilient, more powerful than she's ever been. She's returned back to source. She's returned back to God. What could be better? Right? So back to this unrequited love thing, right? Because a lot of clients come to me because they don't feel worthy of their lives or for the love that they are wanting and seems like they can never get it. And they want to throw themselves away because the love wasn't returned in the way that they wanted it to be returned. You get to keep the love. Why? Because when you keep the love, you get to keep yourself, you get to keep your, your experiences, you get to keep what works, you, you get to not reject yourself, 
And what's better than not rejecting yourself, just fully being in whatever you're in for however long you're in it. You get to do that. And it's almost obligatory if you really want to feel worthy, accepting and allowing of yourself. That's really self-care, isn't it? From moment to moment, just accepting and allowing what is true for you for as long as it's true. Otherwise, it's rejection. It's a rejection that is totally unfair. And rejection of self is, is perpetual sadness and perpetual sadness is depression. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not a clinical psych- psychologist. I'm not a psychologist on any level, but I have felt perpetually sad and I have been depressed. And it started with a seed left unchecked just like that of throwing myself away, being willing to throw myself away because it seemed like some guy threw me away. I didn't need to throw myself away. I did, but I didn't have to. But I also needed the experience in order to realize that I didn't need to throw myself away ever again. So as you listen to my heart, I hope your takeaway is that you get to feel what you feel. You get to keep your love You get to take a break when you need it. You get to be soft with yourself, meaning having a safe place to land within yourself, because that's so important. If you don't do that, oh man, the the, the boomerang effect is so mean. It's, it's, um, It's worse than anything that can happen on the outside of yourself, the imagination uh, can be wild, wildly good or wildly bad. It's really your choice. But wouldn't it be nice to create a safe place within yourself? You get to listen to this again, and you get to, you know, fuss and point at the podcast and be like, yeah, but Fonda, you don't understand it. I do. My story is not your story. But humans are the same. We just have different nuances of getting to a similar place. It doesn't have to be the same. Pain is real until you decide that you no longer want or will tolerate it being so, right? Um, You don't have to fall asleep until some dot 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 day right you can keep the memories and you don't have to feel guilty or ashamed that you dare be happy because those who have passed on want your happiness they're watching and they're cheering you on from the other side I truly believe that I know this I do know this You get to be happy even while you feel sad that your loved one is no longer there to embrace you for whatever the reason. I am embracing you virtually through this podcast. Thank you for allowing me to speak my heart. Thank you for 
you just being you and for your listening ears and attention. Sending you much love. And of course, I love you like cooked food. Ciao for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Juicy Life Show. I appreciate you spending the time with me. If you liked this show, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, just everywhere, child. I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher. I want to hear from you. Do you have an idea for a show topic? Email me at info at fondaclayton.com. Again, the email is info at fondaclayton.com. And of course, you can find an archive of this show and every show on fondaclayton.com forward slash podcast. Again, the URL is fondaclayton.com forward slash podcast. And remember this, I love you like cooked food. Until next time, live like you mean it.